I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Rebecca where she's going to talk about how to do responsible tourism. Hey Rebecca. Hey. What would you suggest someone should do before they visit a country? Definitely, even if you're not a researcher, even if you like winging it whenever you go to a new country, even if you feel like a vacation is when, you know, is the time of year that you don't plan anything, you should really read up a little bit on the country you're going to and learn about a little bit about the religion, learn about if there's anything that you should or shouldn't do with greeting people, any clothing that you might need to pack with you and wear. It's just respecting you're on vacation, that this is someone's home, and you're going to a different culture, just like reading up on how to say hello um, or thank you in a different language. You're the one who's on vacation, but this is where people live, and you're just look up on what you're kind of not supposed to do, but what everyone else who lives there is doing. And even if you don't necessarily agree, like if you don't think you should have to cover your shoulders to go into a certain building, it doesn't mean you're right. You are in a different country and this can be hard to adjust to, but just read up a little bit on the country you're going to. Yeah, absolutely. Respecting the other culture is so important. And really, if you don't want any changes, then why leave where you're from? Exactly. That's a great point. Like if you just wanted to do the exact same thing um, at home, then you can have a a staycation instead of going somewhere else. So going somewhere else and learning about a culture is hugely enriching. Um, And you have to also respect that culture. Everyone's different. Every culture is different. And you have to adopt to it if you are in that location. So let's talk about the importance of respecting the monuments. Uh, Yes, this has actually become more of an issue as Instagram has taken over, as you can imagine. You know, you go somewhere, there's a statue, there's a temple, there's something, and you people feel like it's a little bit of a free-for-all. I mean, there might be a little sign that says, please do not climb or please do not touch. And I have seen other tourists do this, and I have heard of other tourists doing this where they don't respect that little sign because they don't think anyone's watching or there's no security guard, or they really just think that they own the place. You know, don't climb monuments. I read recently on someone's Instagram that Began Myanmar no longer lets tourists up into the temples because too many people have climbed up them beyond where they're allowed and it's becoming destroyed. So, you know, this is something special that you're visiting. You want to keep it special. You want to respect the history behind it. You also don't want to ruin it or leave your your garbage or, or pollute the area. Yeah, it's really not worth it for you to take that perfect shot for Instagram to get likes and you're ruining a historical monument that's been there for hundreds of years and now we all can't appreciate it. I know. It seems like when you're there, and I do understand the mindset of like, oh, it's just one person, it's fine. But it's not just one person and we all have to collectively agree that like something, you know, that says don't climb, there's a reason. Something that says don't touch there's a reason. And we do have to respect that for kind of everyone's sake. Now, this is a really big issue is taking images of locals. How should we become responsible and be responsible tourists when we do something like that? 
I have, this is my personal one that I've struggled with in the past and continue to kind of think about it, maybe overthink it, but I don't think so. Kind of think about what the purpose is behind your photo. If you go somewhere where people look different than you, people dress differently than you, people sell fruit differently than you do at home, does it need a photo? What is the purpose of your photo? Are you kind of treating local people as exhibit? Are you asking consent for the photo? Are you just putting it on Instagram? Are you a travel photographer that has, you know, a photo essay that it's part of? I really think it's important to think about what the purpose is. I mean, I have been in photos of people when I travel, for sure. Depending on the country I'm in, I look very different from uh, certain areas. So I'm in a lot of photos and I think that that's funny and cute and I have no issue with it. But imagine if that was like every day and you're kind of shown as different and a camera in your face. It's not great. And I think that there's nothing wrong with taking photos of a different area and location and people. But I think you need to think about the purpose behind it and maybe even ask the people if it's okay. Especially when you're in an area or a location where people dress differently and then you feel like, oh, it's going to look really great on Instagram. And it's, you know, like you said, it's the meaning behind it. And you're not in a zoo. These are not animals. These are living human beings. And a lot of them are just trying to make a living, selling fruits or whatever it is that they're doing. So just respecting them as people and as human beings. Yeah, exactly. Especially, I mean, I have a major issue with photos of, you know, like poor children. I'm just going to say it. A lot of tourists go and see kids playing on the street and take their photos because it's cute and it's different and it shows that they've traveled. But is that right? Like, is that the right thing to do? I mean, I'm not the person who has, you know, the final say on this. I'm not personally comfortable with it. If you are, cool. If there's a reason behind it, cool. But it's just something to consider when you're out snapping photos of people. What about volunteerism? So that kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with kind of taking pictures of locals because it's a little bit like, how great am I for going to this country that needs my help and I've helped them? So volunteerism is kind of a a word that's been put in place for people who travel and volunteer for kind of short periods of time. Kind of just to say, oh, I went two weeks somewhere and I volunteered the whole time. Kind of look how great I am. Look at all my photos of these kids who needed my help. That's not helpful for anyone. You know, there's lots of studies that say kids get attached and they're very friendly towards you because they are they have to. They, they get used to it. So it seems like a great idea to go and help out. But, you know, go for a longer period of time with an organization that has been checked um, or donate your money to an organization if you can't get there that has been checked. But going somewhere and volunteering for a day somewhere is not going to be helpful. And I think that this trend is on the decline, thankfully. I think back when I was in high school, it was really the thing that people were doing. And I think that there's been a lot of awareness around it. And it's thankfully on the decline. Uh, I mean, I volunteered in India. I was there for three months. And I felt gross about leaving these kids after three months. And so it's just a personal thing, but it's something to consider when you're signing up to volunteer somewhere. Yeah. And obviously you want to do good. And I think a lot of people or most people who want to do this is because they want to do something Mm -hmm. um, and make a difference. But you also have to realize unselfishly what you're doing to the people that you're going for, if it's really helping them or it's just going to traumatize them, especially with children. And they get so they love you and they get used to you. What are you taking away from that? 
them and not just from yourself. Yeah, exactly. I do think it comes from a good place for sure. Uh, We want to help, you know, that's a great, great thing to do, but do some research before you go somewhere. And if you do want to help on a short-term basis, there are places that don't work with kids and don't work with women, Uh, you know, like uh, cleaning up pollution, uh, cleaning up clutter and pollution and garbage and stuff like that. Like there's, there's things that you can do that don't have someone personally get attached to you. And if you're a content creator, there's certain places like you could take photographs for them, for their website, or even write for that company, whatever it is creatively that you can do aside from like going in there and teaching children for two weeks or something. That's actually a great suggestion for people. Like how can you really truly give back to this organization in the long run. Now, what about animals when you're a tourist and there's there's animal tourism? What about that? So there's two things. I think there's this also, I think, gaining awareness and, and kind of slowing down. I mean, a lot of animals like elephants and tigers and tiger kingdoms, I think people are moving away from going on elephant lifts. I hope so. I think so. My circle of people have all moved away from doing this. So I hope that extends. Um you know, instead of going to do an animal ride somewhere, you can go and you can actually help out and take care of the elephants or go for a day and kind of see what a sanctuary is doing and your money goes towards helping the elephants. And there's there's other ways to see animals kind of up close without, you know, animal cruelty. But there's also just kind of wildlife animals that I've seen a lot of people approach, like a lot of monkeys get approached, a lot of like in... The Galapagos, for example, you're not allowed to go near the animals, but I've seen people do it. You know, you just have to kind of, it's wildlife. And again, you're in their home. And how would you want to be treated in your home? Also with animals, remember they're animals, they're wildlife, they're wild. So even though they look cute, (laughs) they are wild animals and they can attack you and hurt you or worse. So we have to definitely keep that in mind. And, you know, a lot of people get angry when that happens, but you were the one that provoked those wild animals. You know, they're not, they're not people. They don't understand you. (laughs) even if it was a person and you sat there and kind of poked and prodded at them and took photos in their face, I mean, someone might lash out at you. I mean, this is not the exact same thing, but it's a wild animal who's you're invading their space. You're they're in defense mode. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for sharing all of this incredible tips and knowledge on responsible tourism. So if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? So my blog is maybethisway.com and all of my social media is pretty much that, maybe this way, except for Instagram, which is maybethiswayblog. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I really had a great time with you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Rebecca. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Rebecca where she shares how to travel and work as a remote copywriter. Hey, Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.